0: Hello, my dear curious friend, welcome to another podcast episode of the Curious Power Podcast Sessions. Today, we're traveling to Lincoln, a really beautiful town in UK. By the way, in medieval times, this was apparently the third biggest city in UK. A lot of history and the guest for this episode is really knowledgeable, so I'm really excited to share this episode with you. By the way, real quick, before we jump into the episode, I just want to say that one of the reasons, you probably already know that, but one of the reasons I create all this content is to meet people from around the world, and not just me to meet the people, but the people to meet themselves. And one of the bad things about podcasting is that there are no comments, like you cannot comment. So I'm thinking, hmm, let's try and fix that. So I'm opening a hashtag, #CuriousPavel. Podcast, you know, it's, it's so funny. It's kind of difficult to find a hashtag that nobody has ever used before. So I just want to have a hashtag just for us, just for the podcast. So you want to communicate with other people who are listening to the podcast? Curious Pavel Podcast hashtag. Use it on Instagram or LinkedIn facebook twitter whatever you prefer just let's start using it and let's start connecting let's start connecting let's meet people from around the world curious pavel podcast go share a post and let's communicate let's meet new people and let's go to the episode hello alex thanks so much
1: for joining us for this episode how are you doing today I'm doing really well. Thank you, Pavel. And it's an absolute pleasure to be with you to have a conversation today. Uh, the pleasure is all mine. Thanks so much for finding the time. Um, We're going to be
0: talking about Lincoln today, um, but... Before we go to that, I'm really curious about Lincoln. I've never been there. I heard that it's a it's, it's good place to see. Um, I know that you're knowledgeable about the city, but before we go there, can you just tell us a bit more about yourself? Uh, you know Where are you coming from? You know How are things happening now? Just, just a few sentences about you.
1: Absolutely. So yes, my name's Alex Trembath, and I live in Lincoln um, my, with my wife, Lisa, who's also my blogging and travel partner and all things in life, uh, obviously. Uh, we both live in Lincoln and we both grew up nearby. Um, but when we met a few years ago, we weren't actually living in the area. Uh, we were working together and we ended up living in London. But we took a year out together to go traveling and we tr- spent a year traveling around the world. We returned to London, uh, We started some uh, some new enterprises. We'd started a blog together and Lisa was working full time as well. So um living in London was a little bit of a challenge while we loved it there um we couldn't really have the london lifestyle that we that, that we really wanted because it's just so expensive so mm. we decided that we would move back out to lincoln which is well obviously I'm going to tell you a lot more about it over the course of the conversation but it's a beautiful historic city that's perhaps not as well known as some of the other, uh, some uh, of the other historic Cities around the UK. Um, it's a little bit out of the way um, in the East Midlands, and it's about maybe two or three hours from London by train or by car. And yeah, we we moved here two years ago, having grown up in the area um, uh, in our in our early life. And so, for the last couple of years, we've just been rediscovering Lincoln and it's really been an absolute pleasure obviously a lot of that time has been while we've had a pandemic on and we've been in lockdown so we've done a lot of exploring of the outdoors and countryside around uh, Lincoln and in the wider area Lincolnshire and yeah and uh, we're passionate about um, exploring both our local area and further afield and yeah that's so I'm very happy to talk to you today about Lincoln. That's awesome, and I'm very
0: happy to talk about somebody who's knowledgeable about that area. Um, because let me just quickly share my map over here. I know about York. Well, I don't. I wouldn't say I know much about York, but York is one of the next places I would like to visit, just for the reason as you mentioned is as historic. But we don't know much about Lincoln, so. I'm really curious to know more about this place. So first of all, I really, how I like to start is things to see. I'm really curious about history as well. So when you tell us uh, a place to see if you can add some historic facts, that would be great
1: because I know you, you know, you know, some. Absolutely. And history is something that you will find in abundance in Lincoln. And, um, you or your listeners may be uh, familiar with the travel writer called Bill Bryson. So he published a famous book in the 1990s, uh, where he traveled around the whole of the UK. And when he visited Lincoln, he wrote in his book about how he was amazed that it wasn't better known, um, that a place that has such amazing architecture and history in Lincoln um, should be perhaps um, on a par with somewhere like Bath or York or Edinburgh, like right? that there, there is so much history here. And up until medieval times, Lincoln was actually the third biggest city in the whole of the UK. Oh, wow. And so, and, and it's a Roman city as well. So there's still lots of Roman remains, um, Roman ruins. There's actually a Roman archway in, in Lincoln, which is the only Roman archway that still has um, traffic passing underneath it, for example. But really, the the icon, the 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 highlight of Lincoln, certainly for many tourists who visit anyway, is Lincoln Cathedral. Mm. So it's um, Lincoln is built on a really tall hill. Uh, it's in the county of Lincolnshire, which is actually very flat, but Lincoln is on a hill, and the cathedral stands on the top of the hill, so you can see it for many many miles around. And it was built. In the 11th century, or around that was when it um, that was when the the cathedral was first kind of built on that site, and for about 250 years from then, it was actually the tallest building in the world. Uh, Whoa! What? It, are, really? Yep, yep. Lincoln Cathedral was the tallest building in the world for over two centuries. It overtook the pyramids of Giza at the time, and the the only reason it stopped being the, the tallest building in the world is because there was a fire and the main spire on the cathedral collapsed. Mm. So, if that had not happened, it would have it would have continued to be the tallest building in the in the world right through to the nineteenth century because they never rebuilt it to the same um, height height that it was originally. But um, it's still like today, you go and see the cathedral today it's an absolutely spectacular building, you can go inside, you can you can take a tour. And there's various features in the theatre, sorry, in the cathedral, for example, um, there are only two Wren libraries left in the UK, these are libraries built by the architect uh, Christopher Wren. Mm-hmm. And one of those is in I believe it's Oxford University, I think I'm right, and the other one is in Lincoln, the, Lincoln mm-hmm. Cathedral. So. It's really is a highlight and I can, I see you're, you're bringing some pictures. So you can see um, I just got what curious. A, a striking piece of architecture of the cathedral is. It is magnificent. I got curious about
0: the library. So I just Googled the library. It, it seems like a really old place. So the, the cathedral that we saw, is it, is it now rebuilt? Is it the
1: way it was before the fire? like any building of its of its time, there have been various kind of restorations and reconstructions over the yeah. years. so it's not in exactly the same format that it was um, originally, but it's mm. still like um and it's built from stone from a nearby quarry as well. so it's uh, um it's constantly being restored and regenerated. but um yeah, and <laughs> one of the great views that you can see from the cathedral, I- I'll mention here as well. An, uh, another really important highlight of Lincoln, which is Lincoln Castle. So Lincoln Castle stands quite near to the cathedral on the top of the hill. Mm-hmm. And uh, the castle was built by William the Conqueror um, shortly after the Battle of Hastings. So I think it was around 1068, uh, two years after the Battle of Hastings, mm-hmm. William the Conqueror came to Lincoln. He asked for a castle to be built on the hill. And like the cathedral, it's been regenerated uh, various times over the years but for a castle of its time it is really one of the very best preserved that you'll find in the uk and th- there is a wall that goes all the way around the castle site still and you can take uh, you can you can you can buy a ticket to do what is called the medieval wall walk so you can walk all around the perimeter of the top of the castle i can't remember the exact exact distance but i think it's over a kilometer all the way around the wall and the view you get of Lincoln Cathedral from the top of the wall is just really incredible. So if anyone comes to Lincoln and even you, if you only have a couple of hours or you only have a day, like I would really suggest going to the castle to walk around the wall, to see the cathedral and also go and see the cathedral. But there's, there's many more things you can do in Lincoln, but these are really two of the highlights, especially if you're interested in seeing the history.
0: Nice, nice. I love that. So, wait, William the Conqueror apparently was very busy and he really liked that style because I know he built the Tower of London, which is basically the same thing. Well, not the same thing, but you know, he has it has a wall around it. So, is there anything else he built in the country? Would you happen to know? I just got curious.
1: Now, there are several castles that were commissioned by William the Conqueror and built around the same time. Uh, actually, we've got an, we've got an article about um, uh, Lincoln Castle on, on on our blog that like explains some of the other castles that were built around the same time. We're gonna link it up. We're gonna link it yeah. up. For sure. So So uh, absolutely, if you can pop that in the show notes or whatever. Um, but there's various others. I think York may have been one of them. Uh, uh pretty pretty sure that that's the case.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but um, yeah, there were as you say there were several um like William the Conqueror went on a bit of a spree building various yeah. <laughs> of these kind of fortified structures around the UK. Um, and, uh, yeah, Lincoln castle was one, was one of the main pieces of work that was done around that time. Okay. So
0: the castle, the cathedral, definitely, I think it's no doubt that you can clear these two in a day easily. Um, anything that is, you know, probably less known but you would say this deserves your attention in lincoln
1: yeah i can i can really suggest some things so first of all lincoln city center itself is quite compact um and the area where the castle and cathedral uh, uh, are is kind of known as uphill lincoln or the cathedral quarter and if you arrive in lincoln at the train station to get to the uphill quarter you have to walk up Um, a really steep hill that's actually called Steep Hill. So (laughs) Steep Hill in Lincoln is um, when you climb up it, there are lots of like quirky independent shops, some cafes, some tea rooms, all these kinds of things. It's very popular actually, but um, if you're visiting Lincoln for a day then, and and you want to spend the time around the the cathedral and the castle, then uh, walking up Steep Hill and visiting some of the shops. And there's also a road called Bailgate that's, uh, um, that's at the top of the hill too. Which is similar has some really nice restaurants some uh, really interesting shops and uh, independent art galleries is another thing in lincoln so there's one called the little red gallery that's on the bell gate but if you go around some of the back streets around the city center you'll find some others so there's one called the sam scorer gallery um on steep hill there's harding house gallery and then a little way out of the city a little way out of the kind of the main stretch is one called um well there's the usher gallery uh, and the collection. So, Inc- Lincoln's got this really, uh, really excellent art scene, and the galleries will have a mixture of kind of local and um, contemporary art. They'll often invite artists from all over the country to to exhibit. So, um, that that's another thing that you can uh, that you can certainly do.
0: Okay, okay. So, are those galleries usually free?
1: Yes, although the uh, the, the galleries do tend to be free although t- sometimes you might have um, paid exhibitions. exhibitions
0: yeah of course
1: um, certainly the smaller galleries tend to t- tend to be free as well um, that's lovely. reminds me of London and the museums because they're usually free which is a great thing yeah I mean it's just one of the great things about the UK that museums and galleries just so often t- tend to be free so that's uh, um, oh sorry before, before I uh, move on One one thing I should mention just about Lincoln Castle as well is another really significant thing about Lincoln is the Magna Carta. You may have heard of Magna Carta. Yeah. So it's obviously one of the most famous and important historic documents um, in the world. Uh, There are only four surviving original copies of the Magna Carta in the UK. And one of them is in Lincoln Castle. I think it's only one of the two that you can actually go and see. But when you visit Lincoln Castle, you can also go and see one of the original surviving copies of Magna Carta as part, part of the Lincoln Castle experience. Wow.
0: That's, I didn't know there are four copies, to be fair. Uh, for those of you who, I mean, for people who don't know what, what the Magna Carta is, can you just give us a brief explanation?
1: Yeah, so it was around, recently there was the lab mark that it passed its eighth, 800th year. But the Magna carta Magna carta is basically a document that's widely considered to have set the basis for uh, the rule for the rule of law in England and for established the basis for people's rights and this kind of thing. I believe it was King John in twelve fifteen who Signed the original Magna Carta. And when you visit Lincoln Castle, there's a video where it tells you there's a kind of historic reenactments where they have mm. actors performing, but they tell the story of how it came about. And there were quite a few battles that took place in and around the city in the couple of years afterwards. There was another charter signed a couple of years later called the Charter of the Forest. And you can also see that in Lincoln Castle. um uh, Yeah, so it's, but it's really widely considered to be. Probably the most important document in setting the context of English law.
0: Yeah, I think there was one copy in London in one of the museums. I'm not sure which one, but that's
1: that's one in my mind. Probably in the uh... British Library, I think it is. Is it? Yeah, I think that's I think that's where one of the copies is. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay, I don't know. Maybe I might we'll, be wrong, but yeah. Maybe we can check that later on. Um, okay, well that was, that was a great piece over there. Um, is there anything else, like maybe one more place that we can have a look around Lincoln? Yeah, so,
1: um, so another thing that's really nice about Lincoln is that there's quite a lot of green outdoor spaces. And especially in the kind of the post-pandemic world that people have been looking, people are looking for places where they can spend time outdoors as well, mm-hmm. as well a little bit before people are completely comfortable with going into crowded spaces. So Lincoln has quite a lot of parks and um, like hidden walks and things like this. So um, one example that, um, uh, that, well, something that we often really like to do ourselves is um, what one of the oldest, actually the oldest operational canal in the UK runs from Lincoln to um, the River Trent nearby. It's called the Foss Dyke. So it's a really old canal and in Lincoln it begins at um, a place that's also the the oldest inland harbour in the UK which is called the Brayford Waterfront. So if you go to the Brayford Waterfront in Lincoln there you'll find lots of there's like some bars and restaurants there's a cinema some some of them have seating outside that look over the water it's also where the university is based but you can walk from there and you can follow a path that goes out onto the Fosdyke and then you can Uh, follow the canal all the way out. So um, there's a village called Saxelby that's a few miles outside Lincoln. And if you want, you can walk on the Foss Dyke all the way to there. But what we like to do, especially at the weekend, is there is a pub called the Pie Wipe Inn, which is, I think it's about a mile from Lincoln to the Pie Wipe on the Foss Dyke. So it's just a really nice walk along this old canal. Then you arrive at the pub and it's one of these great british um countryside pubs that has outdoor seating on the grass and you can uh, arrive at the pub have maybe a sunday a sunday lunch if you if you do it on a sunday and then it's kind of a perfect distance to to walk back or you can actually stay overnight they have a they have a hotel there as well huh. um, but yeah that's that's something that's uh certainly if you're there at a weekend and you're looking for a little bit of a walk and somewhere to eat that's that's something we'd recommend is that the pub that's right yeah in fact that that picture looks like one from our website huh. so uh Lincoln and beyond yeah that's right that's us <laughs> you see the article that you've got there that's uh, that's the scenic canal pub walk that's the one that we uh, uh so it, that article again if you want to put that in your show notes that we we explain where you start the walk and um uh, uh yeah and uh, everything you need to know about it basically
0: lovely lovely we'll add that as well well from this picture because i don't, I don't know you know much about what's happening on the other side of this building,
1: but I would assume it's all greenery and woods, right? Yeah, pretty much. um You pass uh, so in 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 the section where you're still in the city, uh, you'll you'll pass by through some housing estates. But while you're still on the water, there'll be lots of like barges and kind of fishing on the on on the on the canal, and then mm-hmm. it passes through a large. um um, it passes past a large grassy area called the west common which is one of the biggest green spaces in lincoln also nice if you want to just have a picnic in the in the view of the cathedral there um is another option but from there so once you've walked from 10 minutes from lincoln you're kind of in open countryside and it's just uh yeah yeah, it's really pretty and
0: um i just imagine myself you know riding my horse for a day and just seeing that it's like okay let's go let's go inside for a beer maybe sleep over here and then continue my journey looks nice Yeah,
1: exactly <laughs> yeah it's, it's perfect for that and yeah and you'll see like you'll see wildlife around there sometimes you see deer around there around, around the Fosdyke. yeah it's great
0: huh. all right well that was a that's a nice little gem over here um, but this, this was great um anything uh, anything else i'm actually more curious about uh anything because i see that you know history and that actually brings a spark in my eyes. I don't know if, if you can tell us something more about the history of Lincoln because you said it's, you know, in excess, maybe something extra curious.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, and here's another example which you can combine with um, somewhere to uh, have a bite to eat or drink. So yeah. um, another kind of historical fact about Lincoln is that there is a bridge in the middle of Lincoln on the high street it's called high bridge and it is believed to be the oldest bridge in the uk that still has active buildings on it and so this bridge dates back to medieval times is that is that the
0: canal you were talking about
1: that's right so that building you see that kind of really medieval style like Uh white and black wooden beam building so that building on top of the bridge is called high bridge cafe And that's actually a a cafe that's run by a really popular local business called Stokes Tea and Coffee. Stokes actually has a couple of um, um, outlets around Lincoln. It's got Highbridge Cafe. It's got another one called The Lawn, which is in the uphill area. But Highbridge Cafe is kind of kind of an iconic experience iconic experience if uh, when you visit lincoln so it's it's a tea room but they so um stokes grinds its own coffee in the city center so you can have their own coffees but they also kind of curate teas and coffees from like teas from different teas from around the world so you can stop there and have maybe an afternoon tea you can have um, they have a, a menu of um Uh, snacks and meals that you can have for lunch so uh, and it's really so you go inside that cafe and it's got like a winding staircase and upstairs you've got little booths and little cubby holes and corners and it's got this really quaint feeling to it so it's it's a place where you can go inside and really have like an immersive experience of uh of of the city's history while while having your lunch or, or what have you
0: nice that that building caught my eye from the very beginning because if i'm not mistaken, that building is right next to the cathedral isn't it
1: no it's actually in it's um it's a little bit away from the cathedral it's on the high East? street which yes, yeah, so, so lincoln high street runs kind of north to south through the city and um uh, highbridge cafe is on kind of the lower high street so you know i mentioned before that when you arrive at the train station you have to then walk up a hill uh-huh. But, um uh, from the from the train station you walk all the way up the high street before you get to the hill um and so yeah the 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 bridge cafe is located okay. on the high street, but it's okay. it's maybe fifteen minutes walk away from the cathedral
0: I see that's why I get confused because there's a similar building right next to the cathedral, but it has triple roof.
1: Oh I can tell you about that building too if you like go on. <laughs> So that building is actually the Tourist Information Centre. It's actually Lincoln Visitor Information Centre is is in that building. So, yeah, even having tourist information in Lincoln is a historic experience. So uh, that building is actually called Lee Pemberton House. And it is one of the oldest buildings in Lincoln. It's certainly one of the oldest active buildings in Lincoln and as you can see there the ground floor there is the, is the tourist information but it's also self-catered accommodation so you can actually book to stay overnight in the in in what? Pemberton house really so in the, in the upstairs the upstairs part is an apartment so you can book to stay there is it expensive uh it's maybe slightly dearer than some other places uh-huh. I mean there's a wide range of places you can stay around lincoln um uh, one of the things i love about lincoln is like the the in the the independent bed and breakfast and guest houses but um it's so it's it's probably more on the expensive side but um it's still not going to break the bank it's probably Mm. like the same price as staying in a hotel in london for the night or something yeah is it inside is
0: it like renovated like normal like today's days today's style or is it more kept as for the past
1: well, it's quite similar to other buildings of the period. There's been a lot of work done, as far as I understand anyway, to preserve a lot of the original features. So in order for the building to still be operational and active, they've had to do some renovation and modernization work. Uh-huh. But you'll still find like timber, frame it, timber framing, wooden beams, um, uh, maybe fireplaces. Like A lot of the original features have been either kept intact in their original format or at least like restored um, as they were in their in their original um form so it's still you still have this kind of medieval experience by staying there i think it's 16th century actually that building um dates back to
0: century crazy crazy okay i have one more question might be a difficult question what is your favorite place to eat
1: in Favorite place to eat? Now, this is kind of a tricky one. So I've, I mentioned Stokes Highbridge Cafe, and that's kind of, but that's kind of an example of Lincoln has um, a really vibrant scene of like tea rooms and coffee houses and mm-hmm. places like this. So, as well as the Stokes cafes, there are a couple of others that we really like too. So, there's one called Bell's Tea Room, which is um, at the top of Steep Hill near the Castle and Cathedral. And there's another one near there called Bunty's. But there's there's many more around um, the city. Uh, another article on our on our blog runs through the various tea rooms in Lincoln um, that I that I can share with you, and some of these are also in 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 the historic buildings.
0: Yeah, I found your uh, website again.
1: <laughs> yeah, excellent. <laughs> well, it's glad to hear. Well, we only launched it in October, so it's glad to hear that people nice. that, that it's people are finding it. But um, the other thing about Lincoln as well is that we have while at Lincolnshire as a county produces 20% of the food in the UK, like 20% of the domestic food in the UK is produced in Lincolnshire. So there's a lot of like locally sourced restaurants that use locally sourced um, food from farms around Lincolnshire. And we have some famous foods like Lincolnshire sausages and um, uh, um, various uh, Lincolnshire cheeses are are quite famous as well. So um, you can have a lot of local food, but also because a university opened here in the nineties, we've had this like, it's gradually become a much more diverse city culturally. And there are lots of like different international cuisines that you'll now find around the city. Like there's a tapas restaurant called Olé Olé, which is really excellent. <laughs> um, it's uh, um, That's in uphill Lincoln near the, near the Stokes cafe, the lawn. Um, and there's a, a brazilian greek restaurant on the high street that we quite we quite like hold on did you say Brazilian so greek restaurant yeah they recently actually they re- recently relaunched it you know i can't remember the actual um uh the the, the name of the place but there there really is a um uh, there really is a like, a like a diverse mixture um in terms of uh so i mentioned like lincolnshire lincolnshire sausages and lincolnshire cheeses a couple of recommendations here there's a place called brown's pie shop which is on the steep hill where you'll get like different like uh pies i think one of them is a lincolnshire sausage one and there's also an amazing cheese shop called the cheese society and it also has a cafe where you can go in and have lunch and they stock um various lincolnshire cheeses like lincolnshire poacher and coat hill blue but they also have international cheeses as well that they curate from um different suppliers so yeah brown's pie shop the cheese society they're great places to go to go and eat as well um yeah that's just a few i I'll, I'll realize i'm throwing out a lot of information <laughs> but there's a, a few a few examples off the top of my head
0: yeah, so curious. I asked you for your favorite place, and started naming them.
1: Difficult <laughs> to get one. <laughs> All right, it's well, really we... hard to name. It's really hard to name one because there's just so many, um, so many places. I guess if we're going to really treat ourselves, there are a couple of like really like higher end restaurants in um, Lincoln. So there's one called. Let, let me think which one I'll pick out. So there's one called. The Bronze Pig, which is like kind of like a f- fine dining restaurant, you can also stay there overnight as well. It's like a restaurant with rooms. So if you're looking for fine dining, like the bronze pig is is, is a good good place to choose.
0: Mm. Yeah, you can see that they're spending more time to prepare their portions.
1: Hmm.
0: okay that, that was great. Is there anything that you you believe that we missed, but it's worth mentioning about Lincoln?
1: No, I'm sure, there are, I'm, just, I'm sure
0: there are a lot of things. Okay, maybe I, I take my question back. <laughs> I, you're like, oh well, where shall I begin? Okay, um, something, maybe one or two things. One one thing, if you think that is so important, so needy, like for example, you go in Lincoln, don't don't shake your head or something like that. If there's something like that that you think that need to know, we need to know before we go there, but we missed now's the time to mention it.
1: Right, yeah, I, I, the. What I guess one final thing I mentioned is more on the food and drink thing. Is okay. like, if you like a beer, go and try the real ale pubs in Lincoln. Um, there's some amazing real ale pubs. Um, again, we've got an article on our blog picking out the best real ale pubs in Lincoln. Um, but uh, there is a really an excellent scene. Um, there's like the tiny tavern. There's the Strugglers Inn. There's the Victoria, but there's, um, if you have some extra time and you fancy going on a little bit of a pub crawl, they're really friendly places and you'll find some like really amazing local ales.
0: Nice, nice. Basically, hmm. we, we gave you, everyone who's listening and watching, we gave you a lot of information. If you want to learn, learn more, there are links in the description that will lead you to more information. So basically you're all set with Lincoln. And if you still have more questions, feel free to drop Alex a message. And I'm sure he'll be happy to help you out and invite you for more
1: information. Absolutely. And for, if you ever do come to Lincoln, give us a shout and we'd be happy to go for a drink, show you around. <laughs> for a real ale as well, right?
0: Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm already looking forward to that. Uh, by the way, in terms of York, how far is York, by the way, from Lincoln?
1: York is now probably an hour and a half or two hours drive, maybe yeah maybe like yeah an hour and a half drive um okay maybe i'll think a way to combine those two
0: okay i'll think about it i'll <laughs> let you know i'll definitely let you know if i come to lincoln and then also you mentioned that you used to live in patagonia so we're going to do an episode about that
1: that's right well we we spent a lot of time traveling we didn't live in patagonia but we spent a lot of time traveling there uh when we were on our year away traveling uh it's the Place where we probably spent the most time, uh, we were there for quite a few weeks. It's a huge place, um, but um, yeah, it's uh, people often ask me where my favorite place in the world is, and uh, in terms of just visual beauty, Patagonia is always my answer to that.
0: Excellent! So, we're gonna have an extra episode of your favorite place in the whole world.
1: More than uh-huh. excited for
0: that. Well, Alex, thanks so much for joining us once again. I wish you a fantastic
1: evening. Thank you very much, it's been a pleasure.
0: And that's a wrap for yet another travel episode. Thank you so much for listening the whole thing. If you have listened that on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. That will mean a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot to me. Also, if you have a friend, a cousin, or a teacher, or anybody else who you think will be suitable for this series, please connect us and let's make this happen. Thanks so much once again. I wish you a fantastic day.